0: So what are you expecting to happen this afternoon? What are you expecting to happen tomorrow? What are you expecting to happen for the rest of the year? Our expectations are important. Often things go the way we expect them to do, often they don't. But expectations are extremely important. When I was in the Navy. I was told, Now I don't know if this is a sea story or if there's some truth in this somewhere, but it doesn't matter, it's a good story anyway. In the Navy, I don't know how it is in the Air Force or the Army or, or the Marines, but, 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 but in the Navy, if you want time off, you fill out what's referred to as a special request chit. Okay, a special request chit. So the this, this sailor fills out a special request chit asking for three days off he puts on there whatever the date range was i would like these three days off and then on on the the chit there's a a place to put the reason for the request so under the reason he puts my wife is expecting seemed a perfectly reasonable thing and it was approved a couple of months later after he had taken the three days off his commanding officer said well, was it a boy or a girl? And He says, well, sir, I, I'm not sure what you're talking about. And he said, well, you put in a special request yet? And, it, and, and for the reason it said, because your wife was expecting. He said, yeah, my wife was expecting me to get the three days off. <laughs> right? So, so, so our, our expectations are very important. Luke tells us about that in today's scripture reading. Today's scripture reading is Luke chapter 3, verses 15 through 20. I'm going to start at verse 7, because, because one of my favorite quotes in the Bible is here. You know, This is, you know, John, John the Baptist was a man after my own heart. So, starting at verse 7, it says, John said to the crowds that came out to be baptized by him, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruits worthy of repentance. Do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now, the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. And the crowds ask him, what then should we do? In reply, he said to them, Whoever has two coats must share with anyone who has none. And whoever has food must do likewise. Even tax collectors came to be baptized and they asked him, Teacher, what should we do? He said to them, Collect no more than the amount prescribed to you. Soldiers also asked him, and we? What should we do? He said to them, do not extort, extort money from anyone by threats or false accusation. And be satisfied with your wages. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. So with many other exhortations, he proclaimed the good news to the people. But Herod, the ruler who had been rebuked by him because of Herodias, his brother's wife, and because of all the evil things that Herod had done, added to them all by shutting up John in prison. Now when all the people were baptized and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you, I am well pleased. The word of the Lord for the people of the Lord. Please be in prayer with me and for me. Gracious and loving God. God who is with us. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Our strength and our salvation. Amen. I wanted to go back and read those those starting up there at verse 7 instead of verse 15 because I, I wanted to set the scene to remind all of us, all of the people that were out there listening to John and following John at that time. It wasn't just a handful of, of religious folks. There were, there were people from all across society. It tells us there that there were tax collectors, there were soldiers. And there were all the other people that were following John. See, they were looking for a Messiah. Of course, their expectation of a Messiah was not quite what God had planned. They were expecting somebody who would lead the people into a new government, into a new political structure, to to get rid of the Romans and take... Judah back over for the people of Israel. And John was kind of fitting that profile because he had great crowds following him. And again, as, as, as Luke pointed out there, those crowds that were following him were from all across society. They were from all across society. But John said, I'm not the Messiah. I'm not the one. There's one coming after me who's greater than I am. Who's a lot greater than I am. He said, I baptize with water, but what? He's gonna baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Now, if the fire thing throws you off, think about Luke chapter, uh, excuse me, think about I should, Second Luke or Acts chapter two. When we talk about the day of Pentecost, and it talks about the flames of fire, the tongues of fire that came down on the people as they spoke in other languages. Think about that. But what John was trying to do, it says John was preaching a baptism of repentance. He wanted people to turn around in their thinking and in their acting. John was trying to reform the hearts of the people of Israel. He wasn't really concerned about all the other things that were going on. He wanted to return the people to their true calling, the calling from God to show all the world that God was with us, that God was with us. God's presence with us has been the gospel all along, all throughout the Bible. Have you ever have you ever thought about in paradise before Adam and Eve were evicted from paradise, right? God was with them there. God was with them. It said God walked with them in the cool of the day. And then we we can go throughout scripture. God was with Abraham, God was with Isaac, God was with Jacob, God was with Moses. God was with David when he slew Goliath and in many other times in his life. John was reminding the people. Not only was he reminding the people to turn their hearts back toward God and their true calling, he was reminding all of the people and us that we all need to have God in our lives. And John wants us to look at all people with the expectation that they need the presence of God in their lives. Now, have you ever thought about this? And you've probably seen it in the movies, right? There's probably seen some sort of movie where Jesus gets baptized by John. But in my mind, we have all these crowds out there Where's Jesus? Do you think he goes to the head of the line? Do you think he forms a private line by himself off to the side somewhere? I mean, maybe you do. Maybe you have. Maybe, maybe I, I mean, I've probably thought about it that way at times. He got in line, I believe, with everybody else. He got in line with everybody else. Now, why? If Jesus is without sin and he's perfect, why does he need to get baptized? I'm sure some of you have thought about that. Maybe not all of you, but hopefully some of you have. I certainly have. I've I've certainly thought about that before. Here's what I think the answer is, or this is what I think the answer is today. God may reveal more to me at some time. Jesus was showing that he was a Jew. He was in solidarity with the people of Judah. He knew his heritage. He was was there with his nation. He recognized the need for his nation to repent and turn around. He was one of them. But he's also one of us, right? And he understood the broken world that we all live in. He understood the brokenness of all of us. So he got in line just like everybody else. Just like everybody else. Think about that. And was baptized by John. Here's a question for us. We as a church today are we really willing to get in line with everybody else in the world or would we rather say well i'll get in line with any of y'all but there's some people out there that i really don't want to get in line with all right jesus was perfect and he got in line with all those people we need to all have the expectation that we all need the presence of God at all times. The next thing we need to expect is we need to expect that God will and does send the Holy Spirit to empower all of us, to give us the stamina we need, to give us the wisdom we need, to give us the words we need to share God's love to a dying world. Jesus did that. It says when Jesus was baptized, it doesn't say he immediately got up and started preaching. It says he what? He prayed. He prayed. And when he prayed, the Holy Spirit came upon him. So Jesus did not presume to do anything in his own power. He even said later, I mean, 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 he says, he says, he says, what? It's not I, but the Father in me that does the works. He understood that his true place was to seek God's will, not his will, and that he needed the power of the Holy Spirit to help him do that. And he got it, and he demonstrated it. So we all need to expect that God will give us the Holy Spirit to have the power we need. What is spirit? Spirit is unbodily personal power, is what it is. You look at it over and over and over again in the Bible, and you'll see examples of that. And finally, what we all need to expect today and remember is, We need to expect God's presence everywhere at all times, everywhere, because God is present. And I would ask us, I would ask us to think about, I would ask us to think about this. How would your behavior change if you really thought that God was sitting or walking right by you? all the time i would i you know i would bet and that's probably not a good thing to do in church right i uh, but 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 that's okay you know when when uh, when when judas uh offed himself it says they cast lots to see who the uh to who the runner-up was going to be right or, or the next person i would bet that there are probably people in here who within the last 24 hours have had not so nice thoughts about somebody else on 1604 okay they may have even used sign language with some of those people right now now would you have done that if you really thought God was right there with you? I'll just leave you to think about that. So Jesus gets baptized. And what does it say? It says, a voice came from heaven. This is my son, the beloved, in whom I am well pleased. I'll just, uh, this afternoon or or later this week, read Psalm 2. Read Isaiah 42. That's where those words come from. So here we have a case of God quoting scripture. As we leave here this morning and go out into the world. And understand that we are the people called to know that we are the with God people. Remember. Remember. Have the expectation that everybody needs the presence of God. Have the expectation that the Holy Spirit will empower you to do God's will. And have the expectation that God is always with you. Amen.